ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the You Mad Bro podcast, and I warn you of mature content ahead. This show aims to tackle controversial topics going on in the world on a week-to-week basis. The platform of this program is opinionated and occasionally supported by examples and facts, but does not ever aim to be definite. That being said, the views offered by our hosts and guests are not intended to offend or hurt the feelings of any person, no matter their race, gender, sexual orientation, political viewpoint, etc., They only serve as catalysts for poor attempts at humor and maybe a different way of thinking. If you're such an individual that is easily offended or cannot handle your own viewpoints being challenged, you've been adequately warned to not participate. If you're still with us, then please stand, kneel, or lay down. Just be sure to remove your ball caps for the national anthem. What? You mad, bro? Settle down, settle down. We are back for another week of the You Mad Bro podcast. This week, we are talking about the Dave Chappelle comedy sketch, Buzz Lightyear dropping truth on everyone, uh, maybe, and Mississippi Church uh, towing the line of its separation between church and state. But this is the You Mad Bro podcast on the Ambiguous Network on ambiguousproduction.com. Go there and give us a like, a comment, a subscription. Tell us what you think on your favorite podcast network. Tell us if we suck. Tell us if we're awesome. Tell us if you agree, disagree, or you want to try and change our minds. We are always up for debate. I, of course, am joined every week by Nash, the man himself. Nash, what's your favorite Tim Allen movie? <laughs> oh, Santa Claus 2, of course. What do you mean? <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about Tim Allen movies. I'm like, all right, he's Buzz Lightyear. He's Santa Claus. He's Santa Claus again. And then he's Santa Claus for a third time. He's Buzz Lightyear three more times, but I can't think of any other Tim Allen movies. I'm pretty sure that sounds about right. But it's all that matters. It's the only one that matters. All right, Nash, you ready to get into this week? It's a a pretty exciting week. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I want to say no Trump talk, but that's just not true. Um So, a quote has, well, actually a lengthy Facebook post has been going around the internet, making the rounds, if you will, about a quote that Tim Allen said, and this is is titled, Tim Tim Allen. Tim Toolman Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Big Tim, big game Tim coming to play. So, uh, Tim Allen, also known for being Santa Claus and Buzz Lightyear, Star Command, um, Big Enemy Zerg, or in this case, it might be Hillary Clinton. Um, Is Zerg Hillary Clinton? Is that fair to say? Galactic Empire? (laughs) (laughs) can i say that is oh the knock on my door it's the clintons <laughs> all right so let's say that will i i'm gonna do my best to read everything without fucking up and then we're gonna kind of do you want do you want me to read it you want to read it all right nash you can read yeah. it it's, it's in the notes yeah. you can read it and we'll kind of go by the interesting points point by point so nash my friend best friend in my world take it away well, can we preface this with with who actually wrote it? We don't know who actually wrote it. Because apparently That's exactly Tim what I wanted to hear. Because <laughs> apparently Tim Allen didn't write it. <laughs> so I wanna know I wanna know who's picking on Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do All to right. you? Alright. Okay. From Tim Allen. Here are some interesting points to think about prior to 2020, especially to my friends on the fence like moderate Democrats, libertarians and independents and the never Trump Republicans and those thinking of walking away from the Democratic Party. Women are upset at Trump's naughty words. They also bought 80 million copies of Fifty Shades of Grey. 
Not one feminist has defended Sarah Sanders. It seems women's rights only matters if those women are liberal. No border walls, no voter ID laws. Did you figure it out yet? But wait, there's more. Chelsea Clinton got out of college and got a job at NBC that paid $900,000 per year. Her mom flies around the country speaking about white privilege. And just like that, they went from being against foreign interference in our elections to allowing non-citizens to vote in our elections. President Trump's wall costs less than the Obamacare website. Let that sink in, America. We're only one election away from open borders, socialism, gun confiscation, and full-term abortion nationally. We are fighting evil. They sent more troops and armament to arrest Roger Stone than they sent to defend Benghazi. Sixty years ago, Venezuela was fourth on the World Economic Freedom Index. Today, they are 179th and their citizens are dying of starvation. In only ten years, Venezuela was destroyed by democratic socialism. Russia donated zero dollars to the Trump campaign. Russia donated $145,600,000 to the Clinton Foundation. But Trump was the one investigated. Nancy Pelosi invited illegal aliens to the State of the Union. President Trump invited victims of illegal aliens to the State of the Union. Let that sink in. A socialist is basically a communist who doesn't have the power to take everything from their citizens at gunpoint. Yet. How do you walk 3,000 miles across Mexico without food or support and show up at our border 100 pounds overweight and with a cell phone? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wants to ban cars, ban planes, give out universal income, and think socialism works. She calls Donald Trump crazy. Bill Clinton paid $850,000 to Paula Jones to get her to go away. I don't remember the FBI raiding his lawyer's office. I wake up every day and I am grateful that Hillary Clinton is not the president of the United States of America. The same media that told me Hillary Clinton had a 95% chance of winning now tells me Trump's approval ratings are low. The problem with socialism is that sooner or later you run out of other people's money. That's from Margaret Thatcher. Maxine Waters opposes voter ID laws. She thinks they are racist. You need to have a photo ID to attend her own hall meetings. President Trump said, they're not after me, they're after you. I'm just in their way. Read that again. Yeah, that's it. Uh, End quote. If, if if Woody was here, he would go. You are a toy. <laughs> that's 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 my main takeaway from this. <laughs> yeah, but no, this there's a there's a lot of loaded shit in here. A lot of it I think is pretty accurate and actually at least at least thought provoking. Some of it's bullshit, like the um. Walking hundreds of miles overweight with a cell phone? I don't think that's true at all. Yeah, that, that's kind of just an emotional flare. That's not like a thing. You I, can I think that's very inaccurate. Um, but the whole thing about the Clintons and the money, it like Hillary Clinton gets paid millions of dollars to talk about white privilege. It's true. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if any of these actual statistics are correct, but uh, you get the general point, I guess, of what yeah. they're saying. Venezuela being like you know, the fourth largest economy in the world, and now they're garbage. Sorry, it's true. Um, Russia donated zero dollars to Trump. I don't know if that's true, but a, a bunch of money to Clintons. I believe it. You know, Nash. I think you and me discussed off air that if anything, Russia wanted Clinton to win and not Trump. Now that's an interesting topic we could get into. Yeah. Um, socialism is basically a communist who doesn't have the power to take anything away from you from citizens at gunpoint. That's 100 percent true. Uh, AOC is also batshit crazy, um, in my personal opinion. Um, yeah, that thing about 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 the abortion thing is I don't think that's I'm pretty sure everybody is kind of agreeing that's a state by state thing 
it is a state by state thing. But, you know, we talked about this before um, that Democrats support late ter- late term abortions like in some instances, maybe post birth abortions, which, you know, is murder. It's murder. <laughs> 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 I, I, is that real? <laughs> no, that that I don't know if it's real. I don't know any personal cases, but apparently it's like Virginia or uh, somewhere in that area that says that would pass something like that into law. Um, and it, maybe in extreme circumstances, uh, I could I could have been like you know headline baited, but maybe in some extreme circumstances, like if the baby came out like very ill or insert. Uh, def- defamation, def- deformation here. I don't really know, um, so don't quote me on that. But do quote me on that; it's fine. Um, so, women, let's let's start let's start at the top. Women are upset at Trump's naughty words, but they also bought eighty million copies of Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, uh, <laughs> I, all right, I, I get what he's saying there. I I, I 100% agree with that, but it's also time and a place. That's apples and oranges. Yeah. That is apples and oranges, but this it does kind of say like it is. It, can you at least see the hypocrisy a little bit? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's hypocrisy in all of this. I mean, that's that's just kind of human nature is to be hypocritical, yeah. hypocritic, hip, whatever, hip, 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 hypocritical. <laughs> yeah, not once. And, not you know, once that's a, that's a private whatever. And he is essentially the biggest thing about the president is that they have a soapbox whenever they want to stand on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can see the I can see the. Uh, difference in that. Not one feminist has defended Sarah Sanders. Um, now, Nash, other than looking like a toe, I don't see any reason why they would defend Sarah Sanders. Like, has she been she hasn't come out as me too she hasn't come out like Louis C.K. didn't ask a jerk off in front of her. Like, what? Why would she need to be defended by feminists? Well, I think that's the whole. I think that's the whole point is that it's a woman. Oh, you you you, you have this whole high, thing of def- defending women, but then you bash this woman. Exactly. It's it's a high, it's a woman who's a high ranking position in government. You know, it's probably one of the most seen people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you know, you don't have. People, it's it's the, he's pointing to the issue of of like they're choosing their morals. Like you mm-hmm. can't be choosy with your morals. They're not specific. Morals aren't a specific thing. It's a it's a general outline of what is right and what is wrong. And if you're not living by them, like you're not that good of a person, no matter how good you think you are. <laughs> I don't think I'm a great person, trust me, but you can tell when somebody isn't just by things like this. If you're not going to include everybody, then you're I'm sorry, you're lying to yourself. But it's it's kind of it's kind of hard to just kind of put that blanket statement over everybody like exactly. That's it's an incredibly hard thing to do. And that's why a lot of people don't do it. And so when you have people that do claim to it. And then they don't actually enforce it. You you see how how much how little it means to them. Mm-hmm. That I mean that's kind of, I think personally it's sort of like the biggest issue with the cultural divide in, in politics right now is how it, it's sort of like the standards are are flipped for like the the democratic side that is supposed to be all inclusive, but now you can't have any ideas that differ from theirs. Right. 
and they and they attack you. Exactly. And, you and get, even you get even and even if you're being fair, um, you get attacked, which is something we'll talk about when we talk about Dave Chappelle, um, with 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 the uh, quote unquote. Alphabet people, which I thought was yeah ten out of ten writing. Dave, love it. I think <laughs> I think I think it got uh, like one of the highest ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. No, well we'll anyway. get into that too about Rotten Tomatoes because it did and it didn't. Like people were afraid to write about it. Like people were afraid to praise it. And we'll kind of talk about the kind of like the the power that the LGBT community has that they don't really realize they have or they use it all the time. But that, but let's mm-hmm. just, let's jump down to no border walls, no voter ID. Um, now, I I still am against the wall in principle, only because I don't think it's going to work. Um, but well, understand understand this: most of the wall is already built. That's also true. It's not working. Well, I mean, it's a partially built wall, so. <laughs> it's also, also true. Also true. <laughs> no, I'm not like since since actually looking since educating myself and doing a show, I have kind of shifted a little bit on the border wall. Um, but no voter ID laws. I think that is absurd. Like I when I voted in New Jersey um, last November, I was just like I literally asked. I whipped up my ID. He's like, no, you don't need that here. We're, we're not that kind of state. And he was like proud of it. I'm like, really? I mean, but how do you know I am who I am on this paper? I could be anybody. Like, I'm thinking in the back of my head, what's to stop me from going to down the block and voting again? Because I voted wrong. I fucked up. Now, if I want to go and make it right and vote again, who's going to stop me? Yeah. I could be like, oh, I'm, I'm Tim Allen. That's me. Let me go vote now. And when Tim Allen actually comes in, he goes, Starly to Star Command, I'm here to vote. Sorry, Tim, you already yeah. voted. Like... Voter, I think voter ID is very important. Yeah, no, we'll see. This is a big thing. Um, it's the 15th Amendment. That's sort of what this all goes back to, is you can't be denied citizenship because of your race um, or previous uh, servitude, like being a slave. You know what I mean? That's what it's about. You can't deny somebody who is a slave citizenship because they were a slave. That's you're not allowed to do that. That's, that's illegal. And uh, and so, you know, Jim Crow in the Jim in the Jim Crow era, one of the things that they did that was you had to have. Uh, you know, you had to have proof of citizenship. And you were grandfathered into it if like literally your grandfather voted before the law. But. If you, you know, were descendants of a slave, then you you, you can't get grandfathered into it because they weren't they weren't technically a citizen then. So America. America does not revisit old ideas very well. And it's it is a little disturbing because it's things that could help that don't make sense, but because there's already been, you know, something said about it, you can't go back to it like like drinking age. It's still 21 because the federal money you get from the government that state that state governments get. It's the only reason it's still 21. It's not because there are any statistics that say it's better. 
there's no scientific argument that say that's the best thing to do. It's just you're going to you're not going to get paid as much if you don't do it. And the voter ID is another thing because it was used in racist ways before. It's as if those ways have to be racist if it was used again. But it, it, it contradicts itself because if one of the biggest things that, you know, we're seeing in politics nowadays is the, this complaint of who is actually voting. Why wouldn't you want that? Yeah. Like, is, is the thing about Russia tampering with our elections not an issue? Oh, it's totally an issue, but that, that's a, that's the, that's that's the point. Like you wouldn't like, you, it, wouldn't, you, you, you think twenty sixteen? Do you think twenty sixteen was the first time a foreign powers interfered in our election? No, it's one of the first times they got caught and it became huge. Um, and you know how many elections America has ta- 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 uh, tampered with? A lot of them. Well, well, that's why there them. are a lot of people trying to come in from South America. Right. That doesn't that, does, that doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right that everyone does it. But it, it's kind of the hypocrisy game where you get mad at someone doing the exact same thing you're doing, which is, again, with the kind of voter ID. You know, Democrats don't want illegal want illegal immigrants to vote and not have voter ID because they're going to vote for them. They're weaponizing immigration, which is something they bash Trump for doing. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far to say weaponizing. I would say they're we- weaponizing is the wrong word. Um, I'm paraphrasing a point that was brought up. I forget who said it. it might have been Stephen Crowder, but um, I have to go back and check. But he essentially said that point where you people get Democrats get so all up in arms about using immigration in a maybe a wrong way, but then they're for like for their own personal benefit, and then they're doing the exact same thing, and they're okay with it. Yeah, it, well, it's sort of that's kind of <clears throat> modern classical democratic politics is to give things, right? And that's why I think the voter base was growing <clears throat> for them in the '90s because you—that's you, that, the type of mentality you had. I'm going to get something. This person's going to give me something. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't I vote for them? I'm going to get something because that, usually that—that that isn't always the case. And it's kind of like how how should you vote as an individual? What's better for you? Or what's better for the country? And as a voter, I, I I can totally see both sides. Like who? What should I vote for? The betterment of me or the betterment of my of my community? And well, oft, often they're the same thing. They just look different. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. Like <clears throat> it, the okay. Think about it like this. The, the lazier, everybody wants to be lazy for the most part. Big generalization here. To, to some everybody extent. Wants, everybody wants to do as little work as possible. How about that? They want to be comfortable. Yeah, very few people want to do work all the time. I think it's a very small amount of people that that's the case. But if everybody's doing the least amount of work, it means the least amount of things are going to get done. Mm-hmm. So that means... Overall, everything is going to be worse. Just because you're allowed to live and do the least amount that you can doesn't mean it's going to get a better quality of life. It actually means the opposite. Because what happens if the garbage men start doing the least? What happens if the plumbers start doing the least? 
what happens? You have basic infrastructure that falls and then quality of life falls. Mm-hmm. You have to incentivize people to do more than than they actually should. Like one of the biggest issues was uh, that single parent. Uh, was it tax write off? Single parent funding? I think it's like if you're a single parent, you can get you can get more funding like the government will pay you money. Or exactly. if, you, if, you, if you have a kid, they'll pay you more. That encourages a single parent household. That also encourages people to have kids for the wrong reason. Exactly. And that, that's going to be horrific. That's for ludicrous. Kids. That's ludicrous. That's Luda. Luda. I'm actually reading this forward. This is where I got my I, my point. I completely butchered. Uh, they want they want uh, they went from being against foreign interference in our elections to allowing non-citizens to vote in our elections, which is technically foreign interference. Yeah, it is. That's that's the hypocrisy from the Democrats. That I, that, that's so Stephen Crowder didn't say anything like that. Sorry, Stephen. Um, but yeah, so, Tim uh, Allen said it. <laughs> Kind of, not Santa really. Claus said it. Santa Claus said it. And he he interferes every year, once a year, he invades the whole world. <laughs> Motherfucker gets away with it. Um, so yeah, like voter ID, it's it's a very interesting point, and it is the theme. The theme of the show is going to be hypocrisy, um, up from top to bottom, from the from the church to Dave. Maybe need to people critiquing Dave Chappelle to voter ID, and even Chelsea Clinton. Uh, go, college and got a job from NBC to pay $900,000 a year, which damn, she must be an executive because that is a bombastic number. Um, <laughs> but, you know, um, that's that's just politics. Like, even even the Clintons getting paid to talk and, like, the Clinton, Bill Clinton paying off, whatever, that's just politics. That happens around all politicians. You see it all the time. Politicians use taxpayer money to, to use the jet back and forth from, like, result, uh, resort to resort. Uh, Donald Trump got critiqued this week for, you know, like, using taxpayer dollars to Air Force One when he was in Scotland. You know, that is something all politicians do. And that's something you should be yeah. mad at for all politicians. And now, granted— that's just one of the perks of being a high-level politician. Well, yeah. No, I think a big issue is how we look at politics. Because people, you know, let's, from the Democratic point of view, okay, somebody's offering you something. All right, let's, you and me, Daffy, we just got out of college. The Democratic candidates are offering, some of them, I think, most of them are offering zero, you know, to get rid of student loans. You know, mm-hmm. that sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah, great deal. I should probably yeah, vote it for it. Like but a I'm great ag- deal, I should be for it, but I'm kind of against it. Student loans are, you know, ridiculously high for no reason, and the money doesn't add up. Thank you, uh, Fred Thompson, for looking into that in a federal investigation that doesn't get enough attention. I believe it was in 2016. But anyway, okay, so that's cool. So now our degrees uh, cost us nothing. So what's which means their value? they're worth they're worth nothing. Like yeah. I I say this all the time. Back in the day, a high school diploma was valuable because not everyone got one. Now they give them out like they're candy. Tom Lavin could get one. And now <laughs> and now walk in anywhere and say you have your GED and get laughed at. Like that, uh, it's yeah. It's it's kind of getting to the, it's kind of getting to the point where a, a bachelor's degree is meaning nothing. Like you, you need the bare minimum to get a, a decent job in this country is a bachelor's degree. 
But if you want yeah. like a better job and you want to be kind of like a like a good good job, it's almost getting to necessity where you need a master's, which means more paying, more loans because everyone is getting one. And the the, the push for college is ridiculous because one, not everyone is built for college. Not everyone needs college. Not everyone should go to college. You know, trade schools are a thing of the past. Um, but there's something that are, are very important for how long with automation. That's very debatable. Um, but I won't, I, no, I won't say they're a thing in the past. I have to give. I, I would almost guarantee like encouraging, that people, encouraging people to go to them are a thing of the past. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, because I can guarantee that people have been going to a trade school. I bet a lot of them have more money than you and I do in our in their bank accounts because mm -hmm. they've been probably working for longer at the same age. Yep. They've been yep. working longer and steadily. And if anything, they've just become masters of their craft at this point. Yeah. Kids I went to and, high school uh, with who didn't go to college. It just worked from that June we uh, graduated till now. They have good jobs. They make good money, but they fucking work for it, and they work hard. Yeah, they and good hard. for them. Good for them. They made it. Exactly. You see, people who are working hard are getting a lot, you know, more out of it. And these but are people who would have failed in college. To to my point about, you have to sort of look at this political angle. It's like, okay, so why do they want to give me a free degree if it's going to mean my degree is worthless? They don't care. I mean, just straight up, either side, left, right, doesn't matter. Neither political side cares about you. I, I'm sorry, it's pessimistic, but that <laughs> that's just mm -hmm. it's it's like the amount of presidents that in that historically I think actually cared for the people that that like that, that voted for them. I I could count you know less than I have fingers on my hand, which is four. Yeah, probably Thumbs less than that. <laughs> I'd say say definitely Washington. Most most savage man in history. James K. Polk. Okay. Teddy Roosevelt. Amen. He fought for um national parks. And maybe Jimmy and Jimmy Carter. <laughs> People are gonna laugh at you for that's that. That's who one. you got. That's that's who you get. Those are the presidents that cared for <laughs> those are the presidents that probably cared for the citizens <laughs> as much as the citizens cared for them. And, and like it, it goes for it goes for both ways. It's not it's not a purely Democratic thing. That's just how the Democrats play their political game. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that Republicans typically are people that are have, you know. Common jobs. Yeah, they're not artisans as much, I don't think. Um, social media told me Hillary Clinton had a 95% chance of winning. Now it tells me Trump's approval ratings are low. That's interesting because Trump's approval ratings are um, the lowest since Jimmy Carter at this point in their presidency, um, <laughs> which is funny you mentioned Jimmy Carter. Um, and like one of, the, one of the lowest since they actually started recording it, um, I think, in since the early 40s. I got to double check. I heard that on the Peter Schiff show. So, uh, one of my sources here, uh, Joe Rogan told me. Um, but that's interesting because approval ratings don't mean fucking anything. CNN polls, Fox News polls, polls in general don't mean a fucking thing. And you want to know why? How many of you participated in? 
dude, I'm looking. I'm trying to get involved in these polls, and I I, I love taking surveys. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Give me a survey. You ever taken a senseless I, survey? I, I can't find them. I can't find them anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but just because Trump's approval ratings are low does not mean he's not going to win. I th- I do think he's going to win again. I don't want him to win again. I think he has a very, very good chance of winning again. Um, but, I mean, we'll I see. I think he does, too. I, th- I think it's, it's, a, it's a testament to the weakness of the Democratic Party than it is to the, the, the props of Trump's presidency. Now, someone did announce he is going to run against Trump in the, in the Republican primary. Um, yeah. He's going to get bombarded. He's not going to stand a goddamn chance. But at least someone's running. Republicans, more Republicans need to come out and run, in my opinion. I swear. I, I can guarantee there's already somebody who's like a, a moderate and they just... They thought about it. They said a word, and now they're in the broom closet forever because they didn't have friends on either side. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the case. And that's just the case because it isn't about somebody that has your best interest at heart. It's about somebody that can win for the party. Yep. This country needs a moderate. We need an independent it, president. We 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 need a president that remotely cares. I think. I, I think that would help. I would say Obama cared. At least remotely. I, I, I don't think I would. Why? I mean, well, let me ask. Like you say, he cared. Like how? He opened more yeah, oil you, wells I, and Bush. I, I knew you were gonna turn this on me. It's because like how, like how he presented himself. Is how he carried himself. How he spoke. Like how he he presented himself as a way of caring. Like. He he he, okay, like, he, okay, he he had like okay. the thing. He, he 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 had the thing of like you know any citizens that were any like illegal immigrants that came in like past this date, or should be citizens or their children are like obviously their children are citizens, but like they or they shouldn't be considered citizens, but they shouldn't be deported either if they have a kid past this certain date because the kids need their parents. Something like that. Like his immigration policy seemed like he cared. Obamacare seemed like it came from a place of caring for I, good or for I better think- or worse. I think a very good way to to look at this is look at the president before or during their initial campaign and look at so what Bush. they actually do. Okay. Look at what they actually do because you got Woodrow Wilson who's saying, "Yeah, no government bank and this man creates the Federal Reserve." So clearly it wasn't about that. It was about people just voting him in. I think I'm pretty sure Obama said he'd legalize weed. He came close. That didn't happen. He came close, kind of. Did he even try? Because I'm pretty sure his his script flipped to no, it's a state by state thing. That's just I think that's the best measure because okay. it shows that what they're saying, everything they're saying to you, is a lie. <laughs> So they can be in charge. All right. You gotta find me on that. Good, fight me on that, please. Somebody fight me on I don't, that. I don't. I, I, don't need, know if I need Trump some actually, more. I don't know if Trump actually said this. They're not after me. They're after you. I'm just in their way. Uh, if he did actually say that, I think it might have been one of the most well-spoken things that man's ever said. I, I mean, but, yeah, it's 
that's kind of accurate, but he's in the way too. <laughs> he, he's in the way, but going both ways. All right. So, uh, PolitiFact did do some fact checking. If you think they're credible, um, oh yeah, I'm trying. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm trying to. Okay. Um, will Trump's border wall? I don't think Trump's border wall costs less than Obamacare website. That sounds pretty ridiculous. Um, oh, also some hypocrisy I noticed. Like Trump's taking away some of the military budget to pay for the wall which is what Democrats have been aching for years, take away some of the military budget. Now they're, now they're bashing them for it. Yeah. Like, go fuck yourself. Of um, course. they're Because they're fighting the man. They have a personal grudge against him, and that's fine and dandy, but you're affecting people's lives. Yep. A lot of people's lives. A lot of people's money. And um, I don't like paying taxes to a bunch of clowns, personally. It's clowns. Clown Shoes Convention Hall is what it is. <laughs> I'm sick of it. All right. So, That's yeah, Buzz fun. Lightyear didn't actually say this, but Nash, we're going to move on because this this was pretty – we could probably go out of this for a full hour, but I want to talk about Dave Chappelle. So, guys, tell us what you think about this whole statement. I'll link out to it. Um, I got to find a picture again. I'll put it on our Instagram at YouMadBroPod, and you guys can tell us what you think about it. Um, so – Nash, did you watch Sticks and Stones? Dave Chappelle's comedy special. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Fucking amazing. Now, Dave Chappelle is top five favorite comedians for me. He might be number one, honestly. Actually, no, he is number one. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to at think. At least modern day. My favorite of all time is George Carlin because he was so smart in his comedy and his social commentary yeah. still holds up today. It still holds yeah. up today, and he did it almost 30, like 30 plus years ago. Um, and he was fucking hilarious and an excellent writer. So George Carlin is Anthony, the number one all time. Anthony Jeselnik is really funny, but I don't think I'm allowed to say that. He is really funny. See, but, but people people don't really get mad at Anthony Jeselnik <laughs> because that's his shtick. His shtick is to be his super offensive. He's aggressive. It's very aggressive. It's pure aggression. But he does it so well. Because, you know, it's it's his delivery. He's like... It's his whole demeanor, man. He gets it. He's like, my wife was pregnant. She didn't want an abortion. Until I pushed her. <laughs> it's, it's, it's his cadence. It's his delivery. And it's his, it's his calmness that makes him so funny. But Sticks and Stones, Dave Chappelle came out dressed like Tom Cruise and fucking... Uh, the flying movie. Top Gun. Highway to the danger zone. <laughs> I'm like, Dave, what are you wearing? But people were very angry in particular about his transgender jokes again. Now. Nash, what do you think? Was it funny? I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this is the issue. We're going to talk about jokes. Hey, we're talking about jokes. The joke always dies in the process. Yes, of course. But a joke is funny, typically because it's half true. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much, it's at least half true. That's what makes it funny, because you can relate to it. You can understand it. And yeah, his joke was hilarious. 
His analogy. <laughs> all right. His analogy. The, yeah, the, the, the gay. The gays driving the car. A hundred percent accurate. Lesbian driving shotgun. A hundred percent accurate. The, uh, <laughs> the transgenders just looking out the window, not really knowing what's going on. A hundred percent accurate. And the queers is in the back, loving life. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I want to get in this car. No, no, no. It was it was the buys. Uh, this this loving everything. It's loving the ride, jamming out to the radio. A hundred percent accurate. And the queer is the guy they pick up off the street who shits in the middle. It's kind of confused. <laughs> It was hilarious a, and on it's point. Amazing. And it's amazing. It's really, on point. Was it that offensive? All right. Okay. Here's the thing. If you are transgender, I can see why it's offensive to you. I can see why it's offensive to you because he is making fun of your well. He is making fun of your person. He's making fun of as who you are as a person. So I get it. But that's all he's doing. He's making fun. He's having fun. He's telling a joke. Does he actually mean it? Probably not. He says it multiple times in his previous special. He's like, I have no problem with being transgender. Like, I have no problem with you feeling comfortable in your own skin. But the idea of it is hilarious. It to, like, The process of wanting to be a man or being a man <laughs> and just going through it, I support your right to do it. But the principle of it is funny because it's so out there it's 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 abnormal it's funny it's hilarious but i support you for doing it you do it i i i will clap with you <laughs> yeah i'm uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not stopping you but you gotta be able to laugh at yourself yeah that I mean, too uh, okay all right so maybe this isn't as emotionally what's how do i say this maybe it's not as emotionally uh, impactful on my life as that sort of identity understanding. But like, I, I, I think you've definitely, you've, you've heard me talk pretty seriously, pretty often about the or opioid epide epidemic in America. Sure. Right. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I know I do. I know I do. I've mentioned it a lot, how it's ridiculous. And he made fun of that. <laughs> <laughs> quite a few times and I wasn't offended by it because the joke was hilarious yeah pretty much also also it's bad to say that any sort of emotional trauma isn't equivalent to anybody else's that's not a fair point no because everyone has their own experiences everybody but has their own experiences and well, I only say it with a preface because I don't think my experience is 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 equivalent to somebody going through self-discovery i guess so um buzzfeed and a few other publications have right that dave Chappelle is punching down he's beating people while they're down you know metaphorically um in that he should be above these jokes now Steven Crowder did a whole piece on this where he made the argument that he's actually, in a way, punching up. Now, this this is kind of a hard argument to make. It's a very bold argument to make because I think people I haven't just, seen what you're talking about, but I think I understand why. Because, I mean, because pe you know, people who who live this lifestyle who feel like they're not who they are in their bodies, like you and 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 they they have to fight. They have to fight to exist. So yeah. they are definitely marginalized. They are definitely 
at least viewed by some people as a lower rung on a totem pole, um, which is obviously wrong. But with that comes a lot of power, whether they know it or not. Because if yeah. you make fun of these people or you don't follow their strict guidelines, they are going to attack you. They're going to bombard you and they're going to force you to one, apologize. And two, after you apologize, they still want you canceled. Now, Crowder lists off a bunch of examples. The main one that sticks in my mind is the CEO of YouTube. She like like the controversy came out how they don't support their LGBT creators. Um, and she had to apologize profusely on camera and like she's verbally uncomfortable. She can't say, she's like, I can't, I can't tell how many times she said, I am deeply sorry. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't believe I did this. I'm ashamed of myself and I'm so sorry. We're gonna make sure this never happens again. Like you can make high executive CEOs, very powerful people grovel at your feet for doing nothing wrong, arguably, debatably. That's very powerful. And that's something that Dave Chappelle was kind of touching on. He is not punching down. He is punching up by making fun of those people. Uh, Another, I think, a really big point that, I mean, listening to him say this thing is sort of, it's something that I I didn't get at first, and uh, I see people, you know, misunderstand a lot. Is his analogy with the car is pretty spot on. All of those groups aren't aren't the same thing. That's not what they're saying. They all just want to be treated the same. And for the most part, all of them are, except for people that are transgender. Yeah. And if it, like you can't you can't be offended by that because that's. Well, I guess you can be offended by anything, but you shouldn't be, because isn't that the argument that's being made outside of the the comedy club? Yeah, is that the I'm, same argument gonna... that transgender people are making? Isn't that the whole point? Yeah, they're going down the road to equality, and the gays are in the lead, so they're driving. Because like, well, I'll get you there. I've made the most progress. I'll get you to where you need to go. How is that offensive? Like, I genuinely don't understand. If a gay person wants to explain to me how that's offensive, I will listen to you. And I pro- at the end of the day, I might even agree with you because I tend to agree with most people. Um, but, <laughs> Very fickle. A little fickle. But um, they're, they're trying to put themselves in a category where they cannot be made fun of, which is another power move because anything anybody should be and can be made fun of. No it's one, not a no power one, move. It's a powerless move. But they're trying to go for that power move. They're saying, I'm above, I'm above being made fun of. I get made fun of every single day, and I love it. I love being made fun of. I make fun of myself, too. Yeah, as you should. You should make fun of yourself. If you can't make fun of yourself, you don't have any right to make fun of anybody else. Yeah, and when you make fun of yourself, you know, a reason why I do it uh, there's certain stories, Nash, you know, where I like, I just beat people to the punch <laughs> because it takes it takes their power away. When Nemo likes to make fun of me for doing that one thing I did, I'm like, yeah, I did it, and it was fucking hilarious. I did it because it was funny, and I own it. And what's he what's he what's he say after that? Nothing. I, t- I took the power away. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Um, he also makes fun of like abortions. Now this this was like the one part of the thing where. I wasn't laughing 
because I didn't necessarily agree or I kind of agreed but didn't agree. It was it was weird. Like I kind of had to battle my morals for a second. But the end punchline got me fucking laughing hysterically. It's like I he's like I agree that women should be able to have abortions or carry through. But the man shouldn't have to pay for it. I was like, yes, Dave. Fuck yeah, Dave. <laughs> You're right, Dave. Because that's that's I think I think that's actually a very valid argument. If the man wants to keep if like the woman wants to keep the baby, but the man doesn't, and he would rather her get an abortion, he should have the right to avoid child support. In my personal opinion. Yeah, I mean, that's it's 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 not it's not as easy as black and white. It's not that easy. Yeah, but um, you're, you're, or, you know, you're going to get an earful from me. Well, or vice versa. <laughs> if the man wants the baby and the woman doesn't and the woman agrees to carry the term for the man, but she doesn't want anything to do with it, that should be allowed to. I feel like that's different. That service is paid. <laughs> like, like, you've performed a labor, literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I, that that would probably never happen. Like, that would take a good man and a good convincing for that to happen. But I'm sure there's some cases out there where that can happen. Yeah. And I just, that's, that's tricky water. Because every situation is so different. Mm. And his one, oh, think, his one joke, think, his one joke actually was a little I, offensive. He's like, "There's no such thing as thirty-six-year-old pussy. It's good. <laughs> thirty-six-year-old good pussy." <laughs> Again, every everything's debatable. Everything's but, debatable. Uh, <laughs> I, I think you know, you should. That's a mistake you made. You gotta kind of. Mm-hmm. You should. You should do the right thing and man up. It. But who am I saying that? I'm a white guy, so my opinion is meaningless. In some circumstances. Um, but when when people were covering this, like you see a lot of print media covering this, which I find very interesting. Rotten Tomato scores, at least at first, were very low. People were only critici- criticizing it negatively. Um, which the tomato meter to me is garbage. I don't think that's credible at all. The IMDb out of 10 is much more credible. This hashtag I'm team IMDb. Um, but sponsor us, please. Yeah, <laughs> yes, please. I love IMDb. But people <laughs> and, and that means to me that one people are one afraid to praise it because of the social backlash power um, or like or two that is going to criticize it for social brownie points. Now, the media yeah, I mean, people are. People with strong emotions are more likely to act quicker. If yeah. you really liked it, you're going to write a comment before the person that thought it was okay. And the media won't show video clips, maybe because they can't, because it's Netflix owned it. That is something that popped through my head. That maybe that's maybe that's why. But also because if they show clips, you're going to have everyone in the room laughing and make your point look look worthless. And it's it, it really gets to the point of like. It, it isn't he, he's not saying anything that drastic. He really isn't. Like it's all it, it really is like that, that aggressive. And he prefaces it with saying, I, I I'm team you guys. I support you guys. <laughs> like his last special, when he made a joke about Caitlyn Jenner, he was like, I fully support uh, Bruce's right to become Caitlyn. But when she was going to pose nude, his reaction was, ugh. <laughs> and it was hilarious because yeah. I feel like a lot of people's reactions, oh, ugh. 
And you can you can have that reaction of ugh and still support them at the same time. Why oh, can't yeah, you? Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that's another thing. That's they have their right to choose. He has his right to choose. Yeah. Caitlin can decide what she likes. Dave Chappelle can decide what he likes. Hmm. If you're going to if you're going to force people to like all the same things like welcome to 1984 <laughs> that's crazy like you're a crazy person <laughs> people are gonna think different things and and the last that's point why you need to have very moral you need to have very general moral terms that you agree to not specific things mm-hmm. so we can all get along and come together when we need to and the last point the media tried to make about dave Chappelle was that he here they were like and they even mentioned that people laughed in the audience and they're like, Dave Chappelle doesn't understand the audience. They're like, this because everyone in that room is laughing at his jokes, that he assumes that the rest of the world agrees with him. And it's not that way. I'm just like, I feel like most people, the average person would agree with what Chappelle is saying and wouldn't find it offensive. It's just the vocal minority in the news media are going to bash him for it, for the social brownie points. Now, that's a very tough thing to actually prove whether most people agree with him or not. But generally, yeah. I, I would – I think most people kind of didn't – don't find it offensive. Just find it funny because it's comedy. And comedy is supposed to kind of break those barriers and say things you're not supposed to say. Like anything is said is not appropriate in an office setting. It's only appropriate at dinner. But for a comedy in a stage – where it's your job to make people laugh, that's where it is appropriate. Yeah. And if comedians can't say these things, who can? Their job is to honestly push buttons. That's yeah. Honestly push buttons. That's all they have to do. That's all they're there to do. And it takes a long time to find the buttons to push in the appropriate way. Like Dave Chappelle's original ske- bits for that, for that, for that sketch – was probably crossing some lines he didn't want to cross. It was probably super offensive. And the only things comedians have to edit are themselves in an audience. That's all they got. Yeah. That's all they got. Yeah. So I'm assuming that Dave Chappelle put a lot of time and thought into his bits like he does because he's a professional and he's one of the greatest comedians of all time. But it's it's kind of ridiculous that, 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 that people are so quick to jump down there to his throat consistently. It's not just him. It's any any comedian's throat. You see so often the comedians having to apologize before they say a joke. Mm-hmm. And you'll see a lot of up and coming comedians who bash them, who also debatably, in my opinion, trying to get social bounty points and trying to gain a bigger following for their own career. They're trying to bury Dave Chappelle to make them bigger. And any fan of comedy, yeah. any comedian will be like, well, they're blackballed. Like Joe Rogan will blackball you and not let you on the road with him if you bash Dave Chappelle for trying to further your own career and get social bounty points. Even if, that, even if it's not the case, you're going to get blackballed by your own community. Those are honestly the least funny jokes. Mm-hmm. The, the, the social commentary ones that they're just the popular opinion. Those are the least funny things because we've all heard it before. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if anything, Dave Chappelle should be praised in certain situations because you know, his his bit where he couldn't say I'm gonna say where I can't say here, when you can't say when you couldn't say the word faggot on TV. Right? And he had that board, he yeah. had that meeting with the executive. He's like, well, 
He's like, okay, I won't say it. Yeah, oh yeah. But by the way, why not? Like, how come I can say the N-word? I'm not going to say the N-word because I can't actually say it. Um, how come I, can, I can't say the N-word, but I can't say the N-word profusely, but I can't say faggot? And she goes, you're not gay. And his response was, I'm not, a, I'm not an N-word either. And someone gave him a standing ovation for that in the crowd. I think a few people did. Yeah. yeah a, a, a thunderous applause. And that is a kind of social commentary that is, goes under the rug. And even with the the the, um, the alphabet people, as he says, it's social commentary, and it's accurate to an extent. Yeah. Well, let, let, let me let me let me make you go a little further with that. Uh, how come how come you'd say the f word and not the n word? Because, well, because, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, you, know, yeah. you you had the option, you had the choice. Yeah, because because like there there is there is like the the whole, um, and you know I I was honestly under under the like I had I have I had a developing thought that that the fact that black people can say the n word and white people can't, um, is in in and of itself a racist statement is a racist thing to say because why can't white people say it well because they're white based off their race that's technically racist but yeah um like you know jews refer to themselves as jewish as jewish slang uh jewish uh bad words and like i'm a polish my grandfather would call us polacks all the time which is an offensive word for polish people so i'm i'm kind of taking that back because you know people are allowed to make it's making fun of yourself in a way like Polish people have to call themselves Polacks because why not? It's not offensive to you. Now, why why I said well, the, why would I say faggot not the N word? I think because like yeah. because <sighs> I don't know because like it's it is bare it's it's, it's been just beaten into my mind ever since I was a little kid not to say you're, this you're word to it. You've, for you, this I reason. Can, I can almost guarantee that you've been called that with the same amount of aggression as somebody who actually was gay. And and because, you know, like faggot is a word that we like people just call each other. Like Louis C.K. says, quit being a <laughs> faggot. And, quit being a faggot and suck that dick. Like like it's it, it's a word that has a, a, a different meaning other than just being someone who's gay. Like yeah. a faggot, a faggot is a bundle of sticks. Like that South Park episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're gonna get into the bundle of sticks thing, that's kind of no. That's that's completely that's 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 a, that's a poor example. That's a that's a road you don't want to go down there, <laughs> Daffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. But you know, that's just that's just the thing because like you know, the, the, the word faggot can have a different meaning too. And like there's uh, Nehisi Coates, who is a social rights activist. Um, I believe it was him who one of the things he wrote about was the reclaiming of hate speech um, and that how, how you sort of said with Jewish people refer to themselves as Jews, you know, because that was originally a slur or is used as a slur. And I forget which comedian said it's all about the sort of pronunciation you put on the word that makes it a slur. But that's exactly right. It was a slur, but rather than be buried by it, you wear it as a badge. Mm -hmm. You wear it as who you are because you're not afraid of who you are because you know what you are. The person calling you that doesn't. They're making assumptions to the moon and back, and you do know. So it doesn't offend you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, sorry, that's just that point. 
And, you know, with, with, with having a lot of gay friends, gay family members, you know, people who identify as LGBTQ, it is, faggot is a word I don't use as much. I probably use it more in this podcast than I have in the past six months. Um, like on my wrestling podcast, uh, it slipped. And as soon as I said it, I was like, fuck, I said it. Um, and uh, my, our, our, our new co-host at the time, she, you know, she's non-binary. And that's something she mentioned that her friends reached out to her who were part of the same community. And she was like, hey, Will, I think it'd be best if you don't say that word anymore. And I was like, you know what, Kate, I'm sorry. You're right. It won't happen again. So I've, I have made conscious efforts not to say that word. You know, it's just through education. So there are certain words you shouldn't say. So, but, you know, Dave Chappelle brought up a good point. How come I can say this, but I can't say that? And eventually, you know, faggot yeah. will be one of those words that people just stop, <laughs> that people just stop saying. saying. And he keeps saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a great word. I love the word. It's a great word. Yeah. <laughs> but, good. but you know, good. as you, as you get older, you stop saying it and you, you get educated. So the, uh, the F and the, also, if I say the F word, people think that means fuck. So <laughs> there's too many F words. Yeah, exactly. There's too many F words. But Nash, our last story um, is a Mississippi church. Um, so this couple. <laughs> Sorry, it sounds like I'm reading some like Mark Twain short story. Yeah. A Mississippi church from more Mark a, a Twain. Church in Mississippi. So it well, was. I declare. I declare, good sir. If I, if I, I may. Preface, preface, this is totally illegal. You're not allowed to do this. <laughs> Is it though? A hundred percent illegal. You can't deny somebody access because of race or religion. Okay. And it doesn't well, say who's religion. Dun dun dun. <laughs> we we will we will get into this. So um, I think it's in it's in Boonville, Mississippi, which that even sounds racist. <laughs> I hear banjo music. <laughs> Deliverance. <laughs> squeal, Biggie, squeal, squeal. <laughs> So, so this 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 biracial couple um, wanted to get married at this at this wedding chapel at this church, this uh, Christian church, and this old this woman, Christian church. Oh, that's an interesting kind of church. They've never done they've never done anything, never done anything wrong. Um, so a now viral video um, has this woman saying, "Quote: First of all." We don't do gay weddings or mixed race because of our Christian race. I mean, our Christian belief. So Christian race, Nash, d- break that one down. Well, no, I'm glad she did say that because that's a really big point. Because based off of that, Jesus Christ himself wouldn't have been allowed to get married at their church because he wasn't white. <laughs> or, or Christian. He was Jewish. <laughs> I thought that's what you were going for, but yeah, that's cool. He's, he's right. So, so eventually, pretty much they said, you can't get married here because of our beliefs. Now, we've seen such similar stories like this in the past, like wedding cakes. They wouldn't do a black wedding cake for a black couple. Um, and that has had some, obviously, some controversy um, to which... I think it's I think it's foolish if you don't want to accept business because they're black. Fuck you. But who am I to say you can't do it? I guess in a weird way, like you shouldn't be forced to do it as a business owner. The U.S. government. What do you mean? This is federal law. You can't you can't deny somebody services because of their race or religion. What amendments that? Do it. <laughs> what amendments that? You can't do it, dude. 
It is, uh, let me look it up. All right, well, in principle, fuck this church, fuck this woman. Um, that's disgusting. I mean, you know, I didn't, I realized this while researching. Interracial relationships were only legalized in 1967, which kind of surprised me, but then I thought about it for a second. I was like, that's not surprising at all. 1967. Uh, the federal, the federal civil rights act of 1964. That's, that's what they're protected under. Okay. Well, yeah, the civil rights act. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but okay. So when it comes to a church though, Nash, what about separation between church and state? Does that come into effect at all? Educate me. Cause that's what I was kind of thinking at first. Like, yeah, this church is disgusting. I think most Catholic churches and Christian churches are disgusting, but um, for this particular one, I mean, based off their beliefs, their religious beliefs. Now, granted, it doesn't say anyone in the Bible about no, interracial that, marriages. No, that's that's fair. If it's a, if it's a church, it's separated uh, from federal jurisdiction because a church cannot a church that you can't tax a church, right? Because that'd be because you know if you didn't like a certain religion, they get taxed more, and you know then you doubts that religion. So. Yeah, but if you're paying for a service, okay, well, just in general, this is where it gets gray area. In general, a church is not under that federal law. Right. Separation of church and state. Thank God it exists. Love it. But if they're having a private service, then that's that's private. Okay. But Nash, isn't this isn't this kind of hypocritical saying you can't make laws based off faith and religion and beliefs like that, but we're going to make you force our laws? You're going to make you enforce our laws um, under the Civil Rights Act? Isn't that a little hypocritical? No, it's it's saying you're, you need to get over yourself and be a human being. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, sorry, I mean, like... I mean, yes, of course, I agree with you. I'm saying I'm playing devil's advocate <laughs> under the rules of law. Yeah. Doesn't this church have a I right? I shouldn't say right. Doesn't this? Can't this church? I guess I'll say right. Legally, do this. No, they, they legally can, unless this is the thing. If what they're doing is a private service for people, then, then it's a business. Mm. And if if what they're doing is just part of the church function, like they don't charge people like extra money for having weddings there, then yeah, they can do that. So if it if it comes if, if it comes if a business, right. a, so if they're if, performing a private service, it's not a church. Churches are are public; they're public organizations. Right. So would they still pay taxes on that service? Yeah, if there's enough money, yeah. If yeah, if, if they're making money off of it, then yeah. Okay. Okay, so I don't see a hypocritical yeah, at all. It sure. goes, it goes both ways. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I just thought I, this is an I interesting story. I think they're petty racist people who probably can't read very well. Well, but, I think I, I think that's I think that goes without saying. In Boonville, Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, hey, I don't want to be geographically biased. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mr. Nash, Mr. Nash from Nashville over there. This is just the, this is just the person who said best off of their Christian race. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, that kind of tells you everything you need to know right there. 
So Sister Unity had a tweet in this article at Sister Unity. Great name, by the way. Uh, racism is still racism, even if you call it Christianity. Bigotry is still bigotry if you do call it Christianity. Illegal is still legal, even if dot dot dot. But is it illegal? Is it you call it, is it, you call it Christianity? I, I think I think that's the next tweet. That we that's, reach over the characters. Their general, that's their general. <laughs> that's the general theme. Uh, I found the pattern, Professor. Can I leave early? Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I, religion religion shouldn't be an excuse to be a racist, bigoted asshole. It shouldn't be. But legally, yeah. kind of, legally it kind of is, because separation of church and state. Yeah, you are. I mean, and yeah, now, now all this couple has to do is go to another church. Well, it's just, okay, how can you call yourself a Christian and not accept other Christians? That that kind of violates a big thing about what the Bible is about. <laughs> yeah, it, it it also violates you know the actual Bible itself because it's it it, it kind of says there shouldn't be gay marriage, but it, okay no it says marriage between a man and a woman. That's it. That's all it says. Now, if people take the yeah. Bible literally, one read it again because um, it's not supposed to, it's not supposed to be, um, but. Two. I don't remember what I was going to say for two. Um, but yeah, I don't remember. So that's okay. Um, but but the, these people who are getting married, they were brought up Christian. Brought up, his granddad was a reverend. It's a quote. Um, so if I know that the Bible doesn't say anything about biracial marriages, she should know too. So yeah. So the church has come out, written a lengthy, heartfelt apology, face off the backlash. Their, so their Facebook page has been suspended on their own accord. So they, they did double back. But it's just it's just an interesting story overall with the uh, church and state dilemma. So, Nash, I want to get your opinion on it, which I think we covered. Yeah, which is just read, read your book better. If all you've got to do is have this one book, read it at least twice. <laughs> Maybe make some notes. And that, that was your it. segment of fuck the Catholic Church. <laughs> that wasn't the Catholics. Christian, Catholic—they're all the same to me. What's the difference between Christian and Catholic? It, it well, Christian. There is no difference. Catholic is a form of Christianity. Oh, okay. It's being Protestant or Catholic. Right. Yeah, I know that. I know. I know the difference between them. That's fine. That's based off of the Martin Luther's ninety-nine thesis. And then King, whatever, um, writing his own book. <laughs> he, he's, he's just like he's like wait i can't have i can't divorce my wife well fuck you i'm making my own religion and people are just like okay <laughs> all, right. all right let's do it <laughs> all right now any, any final thoughts on this podcast before we wrap up if if you're gonna be a christian um pretty much all the important stuff is the sermon on the mount In, in the Bible. That's it. That's where Jesus kind of tells you how to be a good guy. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be listening to episode <laughs> number 14 of the You Mad Bro podcast. Tim Allen, the hypocrite. 
Good God, Nash, it was a great, it was a great week. I don't plan these episode titles until the very end. I've been doing that for four years and counting, so I'm going to keep going today. This is the You Mad Will Podcast. You can find us podcast anyone, everyone on social media. Tell us what you think about the comments of what we discussed this year. Dave Chappelle, the Catholic Church, the church itself, and Tim Allen's not so accurate statements about Donald Trump. Um, in the comments below, at You Mad Will Pod on Instagram, You Mad Will Podcast on Facebook, You Mad Will Pod on Twitter. Um, Nash, it's a good week this week. You can find this podcast anywhere it can be found. Most important place, ambiguousproductions.com, um, iTunes, Spotify, Google, everywhere. Check out all the other podcasts going on. Sam, Bus- Sam uh, Bussell has released new podcasts a few times a week about movies and entertainment. Nash, hope you're listening. It's a great show. Oh, movies and entertainment. Yeah, I told him if you actually go see movies, um, you could be a guest on a show and he's all about it. He's our new intern. Surprise, surprise. Man, I need to see that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I need to see it. Yeah. I need to see a lot of things. But Nash, before we go, I don't, uh, don't want to. I don't want to see it. What's your, what's what's <laughs> before we go, Nash? What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Oh gosh, that's that's a tough one. It's either mint. I fucking knew you were gonna say mint chocolate chip. You're a disgusting person. I don't know. Alright, I'm fat, so like it's kinda hard to name a bad ice cream to me. It's fair. Butter cookie pecan. dough? Dude, cookie dough? It's just raw cookie dough and ice cream. Ugh. Oh my gosh, delicious. Ugh. And then oh my gosh, the blue rainbow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we'll be back next week as long as <laughs> You stay angry. <laughs> <laughs>